listening to Ghetto and Godly. You are now tuned in to your favorite co-host. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Sola T. And together we are Ghetto and Godly. Hey. How y'all been? Dang, it's been a minute. It feels like it's been a week. Yeah. But it feels like a minute though. It's only been a week. <laughs> I feel like it's been longer than a week. That's crazy. I miss y'all. y'all. We yes. miss y'all. I had some good times with Auntie Mimi today. We did a photo shoot. Yes. It's a photo shoot. Shout Got a beat. Shout out to Trina. Right, right. Shout out to Trina. We had baby Kate, King Caden. King Caden Out there holding it down. So adorable. Chill. Talk about a chill ass baby. He's, uh, he's what? He's going to be four months next month. And he is so Or this good. month. Maybe this month. That's my ideal baby. He just did a don't, just is able to chill. And he gave us a whole, the whole spirit at the, the photo shoot. He took a nap. Took a couple up. naps, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Went to sleep on us. All right, well, this week's episode is all about our relationships with family, friends, and foes. Mm, Which them. one of y'all? Ooh, okay, okay. Um, so some may folks, some folk may fall into a couple of categories, but we're going <clears> to <throat> get into that conversation today about, you know, what's going on. And, you know, it's been a while since y'all just kicked it with Auntie Mimi and I, so yes. we thought we'd just go ahead and, and, and have this conversation with y'all and, and have a good time this Monday just evening. <laughs> this is why I don't be singing. <laughs> oh, side note, side note, I got to spend some lovely time with Mimi's mom today. Oh my God, and my mom is a piece of work. Miss Kim <laughs> was out there saying it to me. I was about to tell Miss Kim, you can't go nowhere because we're going to have to have you on the show today. She was. No, she said she, she need a platform. She said she, she need a platform. She's in secret She sang me some me. Donna Summers. <laughs> she sang <laughs> she me some it. Fred Hammond. <laughs> She sang, I think she remixed a few pieces, <laughs> but she was singing. And also, just to note, Mimi and her mom are like twins. Are they so act similar. so much alike. It's I had like, to it was like, I had, I had to keep looking at her like, where is this Mimi? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, we thank y'all for tuning in every Monday on the High 702.5 yes. FM to Ghetto and Godly from 6 to 7 every every week with us. So every we appreciate week. that. We with and so, you know, y'all know it's about time for, you know, our, our Ghetto and Godly moment of the week. Mimi, what's your moment this Ooh. week? Y'all know my life is Ghetto and Godly. Aren't y'all here trying to live this Ghetto and Godly, Godly lifestyle? Life. Yes. Um, I don't have a specific moment, but I would have to say my Ghetto and Godly, if I had to pinpoint it will be just being able to I finally have the opportunity to fully work for myself mm. and support myself doing it yeah like this that's a blessing it's been a blessing people. to watch like I me yes. even going hard I like hard. we haven't even talked we, we usually touch base a little bit more I'm like, like oh she working day. excuse me no you I'm excuse still, me I'm still around it be, the conversation like be short though don't act like that. It's okay. It's love. I don't feel neglected. I'm just <laughs> saying you working. I see you, sis. I'm I see here. you. You know what I'm saying? I'm a master esthetician out here. A master esthetician you getting know, them derma, derma, what do you call them? Planes, that little, I need to come get that little vacuum suck thing. That looks very comfortable. Like, looks very. That's a microdermabrasion. Okay, y'all. Do y'all, let's talk about, let's take a moment to talk about the importance of having a, an esthetician oh and gosh. getting facials and all that because that's something Mimi has opened my mind, you know, my my mind too and i think it's so it's so important yes like we don't realize especially as women of color yes black don't crack unless you smoke it but it's so important whoa i've never heard that edition before (laughs) but it's so true so true but it's so important to get a good facial decongest those pores like do y'all know how we can really be out here just glowing just melanin just glowing if you just got a facial every four weeks it's important it's just as important as getting your hair and your nails done okay 
I need y'all. Yeah. Is it is it like expensive though? I think that's the part. Like, so how much it's, do you charge for that? For an introductory oxygen facial is seventy dollars. Okay. For what you were asking about, the micro number raising is forty five dollars, and that okay. includes extractions and includes a light massage and mask, everything that comes with the facial. So you telling me we could come down to the spot and have you hook us up for forty five dollars? For forty five dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need us to do that. We're gonna have to post yes. a special because I think it's so important to like pamper the wellness right yes so not just the the idea of okay i need to look cute but to to actually be well take care and to take mm-hmm. care of because especially mm-hmm. out here in this sun this sun will beat you up oh my god and we it'll really beat you yes up. it will all right well my ghetto and godly of the moment of the week oh <laughs> y'all it's been a rough two weeks it has been a rough two weeks I'm that's to all right it has but i'm still here still grateful yes um i think so uh oh i know what my ghetto i know what it is so on, uh, I was actually out shopping with a client on Friday. Um, I was at the fashion show mall and I was able, we was finding some cute looks also forever 21 was having an additional 50% mm. off their clearance. So if y'all still out I there, you might want to take 21. advantage. Um, but so I was able to go, we were shopping, having a good time. She's getting ready to go to uh, a conference out in New York and somebody, uh, you know, one of the clothing is my boyfriend is a brand, a local brand oh. here. And she reached out to me and was like, Hey, I have this fashion show tonight would you be available to be a model in it? And, you know, Sola T a year ago, even six months ago, I'd have been like, I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate the opportunity, but no, thank you. And I was just really like on one, like I'll do it. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. Yes. And it was a minute. It was literally hours before the event. And I was like, okay, let me just, pull some confidence out of who knows where and get, you know, just what do the- what we need to. I listen, I'm a confident person, but not in certain realms. Like I'm not a, mo- like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a confident model. Like to be walking. First of all, I'm bow legged as hell. So like, I, you know what I mean? Just certain things. You just and not Andre 3000 wasn't a confident rapper. Okay. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's not that I'm not supposed to walk into it. That's what I acknowledge when I said, okay, right. I'll go ahead and, and, and try to make this work. Um, so we did and it was awesome. Like that was such an amazing experience. So shout out to if you guys are not following the solar system and seeing her photos and her videos. When I tell you my sis slayed, oh, I had chills, you. like thank literally you. chills looking at your photos. Girl, you so bomb. I, oh, you, I, when thank I, you. When thank I commented you. that, I meant that. Like that's what's up. My I sister in business that. is so fucking bomb. Okay. You is I, I think that's the thing about like this process. We talking about family, friends, and foes and you know, sometimes those have different definitions, but I think it really, you know, shout out to Zakia and Yvonne for coming yes. with me because, you know, like when you're stepping outside of those things, I'm, I, it's a last minute opportunity. I'm really not wanting to have to go by myself. I will, right. but so I'm grateful for them to be able to, you know, make it happen and, and be there for the tribe. the tribe. Um, but you know, I, it, it was awesome. It was a, it was a rush. Like I would definitely want to do it again. So if there's any other opportunities that y'all, you know, Looking for some tall, slim, thick chick to She to needs walk to walk in, in everybody's fashion show. <laughs> Period. That's my manager. Okay. Speak Period. to her first. Speak to her first. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really, it really just made me realize how much I've grown. Yes. And it was crazy because I was sitting down with my other mom, um, which is my best friend's mom, and we were talking, and she had cut my hair, and she was like, you know, I'm so proud of you. And I was yes. like, thank you. And she was like, I just want you to know that you used to be the one that hated pictures. Mm-hmm. I used to hate to look at myself. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's crazy to me mm-hmm. to think of today, but I'm just grateful for the opportunities that, you know, this platform as well as, you know, my business have provided me to really walk into a lot of my fears and really understand that like a lot of that wasn't even me. It was right. just ideas of what right. I thought I had to mm-hmm. be and realizing that I'm enough. So I think that it was just such a ghetto and godly moment that one, I was even available. Oh, and mind you, somebody asked me to go to that fashion show earlier that morning. Oh. 
wow. So it was just like, it was crazy how everything worked out. But just one of them ghetto and guys, the moments yes, I put on my little knee-high boots and then walked that runway. Slate. Walked it, walked it. So. Yes. I think, you know, that's just a reminder. Even just, I know Mimi and I, we both lived that entrepreneur life. And we were talking earlier about how it can just, it can it be glamorous, but like you can, like, I've had about like three breakdowns in it the last two down. weeks, if but you, you know, what's it. crazy is like the, the part that I'm still wanting to do. Like I mm-hmm. still have a vision. I'm still wanting to move forward, but there's the moments where it's just like, mm, just go up over here. Right? I, this ain't even adding <laughs> up. Like, and to come from making a pretty, you know, healthy salary that allowed me to live a certain mm-hmm. lifestyle is just like, it's really not about the money. Like the money is yeah. important to help kind and of thing. It's a come. tool. It's a tool, but it's like the opportunities I've had over the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't exchange for anything. Yeah. So thank you universe. Thank you for all those support me. Thank you for everybody who, you know, maybe mention my name or say, Oh, she will be good. Cause that yes. stuff doesn't happen yes. without somebody yes. doing that. So, I, yes. you know, I'm really grateful for that. Yes. Okay, well, maybe now it's time to get messy. <laughs> Y'all, get thank you. Messy Mondays with Auntie Mimi. All right. What we got on the plate today? So we're going to talk about this. Uh, ter- I'm not going to call her what I wanted to call her. We're going to talk about Carissa Klein, a.k.a. Corner Store in Caroline in Flatbush, Brooklyn, where she accused a nine-year-old boy of sexually assaulting her when his backpack rubbed against her ass. What? I don't know if you guys have seen the video or heard the footage, but the young man was literally crying and he was afraid that he was going to go to jail. And this lady was saying that he sexually assaulted her and she actually portrayed a cop. Like she was saying, I am the cops. Like I am the cops. And I just, I'm so grateful for technology in this moment and video at this moment and people that pull out their phones in these Absolutely. moments because this is the same energy that got Emma Till killed. And we need to be very, very mindful and aware of just the shit that's going on around us. Like, mm-hmm. this is not okay. Black men are being, being accused, have been being accused for centuries for things that they have not done. So in this day and age, you know, it's just so, we're just so grateful to have uh, technology. And, you know, she needs to apologize to this young man, even above and beyond that. But it's just, it's sad, but... And it's scary. I think that's the thing is like, you know, there's those, there are things that are real. Sexual harassment is real. And I think, you know, speaking of the complexities and, you know, interconnections between race and gender and all these things that it presents a a, a more difficult conversation or difficult scope to navigate. Um, But at the end of the day, like we gotta be, we gotta be on people like this. It's not acceptable. It's not okay. We gotta call a file a file Mm -hmm. and we need to make sure that that's seen through because just imagine that boy, like in his scope and his, his yeah from that situation that's crazy so well and it also like it's just like talk we got to talk about things Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate that a lot of things seem like they need to be introduced further but we have to talk about why these patterns or these privileges seem to keep popping up yeah and it's just it's fucked up that now when you send your your black son out into the world it's like okay well don't let your your backpack touch you know right. it's already so much we got to worry about the police we got to worry about other niggas we got to worry about these women and now it's just like an an extra an added layer to that right just, right you know because somebody's gonna accuse you of sexual assault that's it's not true so you know it's just unfortunate yeah, but that's a messy that's a messy know, mess. the moral of the story is um shout out to iPhones. <laughs> Did you say if it was if, if it was Android, it wouldn't have captured it right? If it was an Android, it probably would <laughs> not have been right. You ain't shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 
I'm done. I'm done. We're done with Messy Monday. And that now. is I'm on to Mimi, and that is our Messy Mondays. Okay, okay. Well, what's what what's the national? What are we celebrating today, Mimi? Oh, today we are celebrating. Today is National Esthetician Day, and who is y'all favorite esthetician? I, makeover by Mimi. Yeah, shout out to me and all the other estheticians out there. <laughs> shout out to me and everybody else. And it's also National. Curd cheese curd day. Shorty, she was gonna listen. I've never ate a cheese curd in my life. I've been trying to tell. I've been trying to get Mimi to try cheese curds for the longest time because it's a Midwest thing. Um, it's a it's specifically it's a Wisconsin thing. Wisconsin. I eat my cheese curds with ketchup. It's really like a squeaky cheese, so almost kind of like a mozzarella, but not exactly. And then it's it's dipped and breaded and it's fried. It's fried cheese. It's like fried cheese pieces. That does not sound good to me. And we've gone out several times and so is. And she don't ever want to try them. Listen, who is it? Uh, what's the place that has the good ones that I always get? Yard House. Yard House has some good ones because they have this nice little sweet chili Thai sauce. But, like, I, I've never had that before. They usually just eat them with ketchup <laughs> or you just eat them. Like, curd rhymes too well with turd. Oh, here you go. And just being trifling. Want, and I don't want to eat something that reminds me of turd. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm a pass on the curds. Okay. Well, you pass. You pass. <laughs> well, we have Soul in the City coming up after our conversation about family, friends, and foes. Mm-hmm. So, let's jump into the conversation about family. I think, um, you know, I've had a really interesting experience with family i have like different pieces of family i have the family my biological family but i have like families that i was kind of mm. that i've I don't been know, around been around for, for a so while long. like my best friend's family mm-hmm. like her brothers like my brothers yeah. like i've been around just so long um but like what is what makes a person family it's definitely not blood oh. <laughs> i think that does make some people family it- some, oh, not okay. all. Okay. It's going to be interesting to navigate this conversation with you and I, because I think we have <laughs> two very different experiences and perspectives of our families. It's a lot of blood family out here. That ain't shit. But they still family, though. They still family, but mm, I don't know them. Okay. I don't know her. So do you have family that's not biological? Like, Do you have other people that you consider family that aren't like your, um, your blood? I did. Oh, okay. We're gonna get into that later. <laughs> so what's your what's your birth order in your family? Like do you are you the young maybe you're the youngest, right? I am the youngest. I was just talking to and my mom yesterday, like, your daughter is about to be thirty, your baby's only thirty, and she a fly ass thirty year old. I was I just don't know. Like God just <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like he was really just like, you know what, I'm a yo yo last is gonna be the shit. Oh, your last. Okay. <laughs> what about so so how many siblings do you have, Mimi? I have a total of three sisters, one with my dad, on my dad's side. So she's the oldest. Um, I didn't grow up in the same household with her, but she lived, if you guys are familiar with California, mm-hmm. I lived in San Bernardino. She lived in Inglewood. So it's like an hour away. Like mm-hmm. She lived in LA, but I didn't really know her like that. I still don't know her like that. Um, and then I have two other sisters that I grew up in a household with. And um, yeah. I don't know so were you raised by your mom and your dad or just your mom? I was raised by my mom and my dad, yeah. So did you, like, were they together or did you, like... No, they were together until I was 11 and they broke up in, like, a very, very dramatic scene. Like, oh. her she, her throwing his clothes out. Like, oh, did she throw the, the bleach out? I can see... Oh, I can see Miss like, Kid going, ham. <laughs> oh, after I spent that little couple hours, of it, like, hour, I don't even know if it was an hour, like, 20 minutes where I can see her going, ham, and singing him goodbye. Okay. <laughs> 
it'll be a nice tune, but she just sent I his was ass a love off. Child. So you mentioned my mom singing. My dad was a musician, mm. so they would like go perform together at clubs and stuff. And I was just, you know, a little love child. I was born out of love. You know, that's so what's I was up. like listening to Marvin Gaye when they had like Ooh, me and shit. Okay. Do you feel like that? That makes a difference. Like, do you feel because you are the only child that they had together, right? Yeah. So does that? It, do you feel like effect. a disconnect between your other sisters? Absolutely. I always wonder that. Like, absolutely. Because I think some people it doesn't, but like, what? What? what how would you describe absolutely. that? Absolutely. They they didn't acknowledge. Even though my dad like was in the same household and he helped raise them, like they didn't have that respect level for my dad because mm-hmm. they just disrespectful creatures. Period. So. Oh, um, did you call him? <laughs> I did not co-sign to any of these words that she's using. This is her so, experience. It is. So, um, yeah, they, I feel like there was an envy there because my dad was in the household and their dad was, like, in prison. So it was, like, that little, you know, little kids underlying stuff. Like, yo, daddy. Like, you couldn't tell me shit about my daddy. Like, I'm bombing on whoever. Like, I'm to say about my dad. Yeah, like, yo, daddy do hair. Like, he gay. Like, first of all, my there's nothing wrong with that, but he wasn't. He did hair for a living. Yeah. He was a cosmetologist, and that's where I get my creativeness from. But um, just, like, little things like that. So, okay. Yeah, it's definitely disconnect. All right. Well, I <laughs> have a different story. So I am um, I'm an only child on my mom's side, and I grew up with my mom. So I grew up. I don't like to say single. Like, my mom is a single mom. She's the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she always had me in a lot of after-school activities. Just, like, always was you know, stimulating my mind, a lot of right. science programs, a lot of, just a lot of stuff. But um, one thing that's a little different about my story is like my dad is Nigerian, so I have a Nigerian name, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't, gr- I didn't grow up in Nigerian culture, so I mm-hmm. grew up with the Amer- black American culture. Um, but I was also raised by my mom, I mean my mom, my aunts, my grandma, my great grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to my granny. Shout out to granny. Um, so I think that that's in my god mom. Like I always just grew up with a lot of black women. So it's weird to say like my mom was a single mom because she was in a way of me being her main responsibility, but it definitely was a village effort. I feel like your only childness, if it, that's even the term, like pops out and you don't yeah. even know it. Yeah, it and does. I, some some things that you say and like how you say it and how you move is like that's that only child shit. <laughs> and the only reason why you get away with it is cuz I know what it is. Like it's like okay, <laughs> she think that it's supposed to just happen this way at this time. Yep. And no. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me when it doesn't. Okay, exactly. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's one thing that I've learned of like it, it my only childness that's what we're going to call it on this, on Ghetto and Godly. Um, it does come out a lot. And mm. I don't think that a lot of people understand it. And it, it's something I try to be aware of, but it's also a part of just my context and how I move. I've never mm. had to check in a lot with, you know, because yeah. I only am my only child. I'm, I was raised to be very independent. Yeah. So it's like, I think now I'm a little, I, when I was younger, I didn't really care that I was the only child. Like I was never like, oh, I'm the only one. Mm. It's more as an adult that I'm yeah. like, damn, I don't have nobody to be like, remember when? Sometimes you don't want that. Oh, that's your story. Okay. <laughs> Every day, I see other people have beautiful moments. I see it. But I think, you know, like you, you being the youngest, I'm sure it helps you in a lot of ways. I'm sure and your own, your younger, t- your baby child comes out. It does a lot. It does. It does. And I think that's what this is so interesting is like, I think, I think your your birth order does have play a play Absolutely. a role. Yeah. I mean, I think there's people that you know are outliers, of course, but I think me being an only child has definitely also allowed me to be in a lot of positions. Yeah, and allowed me a lot of opportunities to just kind of jump in and not be worried mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. other things. And there's mm-hmm. times where it's like it's an oversight because I'm not used to moving with people. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I also 
try to set myself up that way where I'm not having to do too much group work. Like, I love collaborating, mm-hmm. but like, cause sometimes I want to be slow and then we'll finish at the end and yeah. I don't want to have to be checking in and yeah. doing all this other stuff. Yeah. But you know, that happens. It is what it is. I be want to be like, um, do you want some help? But it's just like, no, I it's, just, it's just like how I, I work. Like, you know what? I'm just going to let her just do her <laughs> only child shit. Cause that's I'm going to just let her do her only child shit. That's crazy though. That, that it comes mm-hmm. out. And I'd be like, ooh, there it is. Mm, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, she got it done. That's it on yeah. Like, it's going, I know it's going to get done. I've never not been confident. Yeah, but it's the process sometimes. It's like, you I have to be. Move at your own pace. Yeah. Okay, well, how would you describe your family? Because you grew up in, on the West Coast. I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And yes, there are black people there. I would go on the record and say that <laughs> they first. Eat cheese curds. <laughs> no, that's Wisconsin folk, okay? Listen, it's the difference between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Don't get them Packers and them Vikings mixed up. Oh. Okay. Okay. And it's different between Minneapolis and St. Paul too, so we're not gonna go there because okay. that's only. Let us know about that Midwest. Okay. Only cribby, Gang so. shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how would you describe your family, like as a, your immediate family as a whole? Dysfunctional. Damn, you gonna have to say something positive no, about your we people are, now. And it's just like I don't, you know, I just been part like as of late, I've just been dealing with so much and so much has just come to the surface about my family, and it's just like mm. a realization. It's like y'all just not who I thought y'all was this whole mm. time. I've been lied to. I've been hooked. I've been. Do you feel like you've been lied to, or you just excuse things? Because I, I feel like I don't feel like I've been exposed to things. That, as I'm exposed to them at this level because I've never been this close with them in oh, proximity yeah, yeah, yeah. with them. So now it's just like, oh, y'all really just different. <laughs> different. That was a good word. <laughs> different. Y'all really just different. Like, I just, I'm just not that way. And yeah. I know I just, I'm not really saying much, but I'm yeah. just not that way. It's just, I'm not like y'all. Yeah. I would say my family, How I would say my family is very generous. Mm. And I, I think most people in my family are generous now we got them few that just like ooh. <laughs> and i think that one thing that my family taught me that i'm actually having to learn unlearned is like my family taught me to like put other people first mm. and so like now i'm having to find more of a balance with that but like there's ways that i really appreciate that that's kind of how i started off mm. um and i didn't it's interesting because i'm very much so an optimist but my family isn't in a way hmm. So it's like, it, 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 they're very negative. They they used to be very negative about things. Mm-hmm. Like if I said, like, I'm going to do that. Oh, well, why would you go do that? And da, 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 da. you need to be stable. You need to do mm-hmm. like just always that type of conversation. Mm-hmm. I think it's been interesting because I also haven't lived close with my family in a long time. So like I went away for college and then I moved to Las Vegas. Probably like I went home for like six months and then I moved to Las Vegas. So um, as an adult, I like my experience with my family is very much so on a, like a visitation basis. Mm-hmm. Which, That's good. I don't know if that's good. Like, I think it has its, you know, it has its way because I, I'm also the, the oldest grandchild. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my cousins are teenagers right now. And so it's hard to like be here Mm -hmm. sometimes and really wanting to have different types of conversations. Like I can have them, but I can't come pop up and check on you. I can't just come, you know, sneak you away Mm -hmm. and, and do whatever. So I think, you know, me being the oldest and the only, I think sometimes that that's conflicting because my cousins also live a harder life than I live. Mm. Like there's a lot more of them with mm. less resources. Mm. And so I think about the relationship that I have with my grandma and like my grandma is more of like a parent to them. Mm. And so I think it's, it's really interesting to like kind of look back and then be like, you know, I'm away so I can be able to create a space that we can all come back to together. But right. it's like, I miss so much in the process. Yeah. 
that it's just like mm, it, it can be Sometimes frustrating. Families can be too connected. I feel like that's been the mm. issue with my family. Is it's like, oh, you moving away, you can't move. Where you going? Mm. Uh, it's like I just want to go to an island and get away from y'all niggas. <laughs> I just want to go to an like, island. I'm tired of y'all. I'm sick of these niggas. <laughs> So with that, like, was it is it something that you're getting like more, I, I guess, frustrated with it as an adult or like as a childhood? Like, were y'all did y'all get along as kids? Um, we are all exactly three years and nine months apart. My two sisters that I grew up in the household with. Damn. So yeah, my that's mom, calculated as fuck. K West. Okay? <laughs> um. So no, we didn't get a lot. I played a lot by myself. I was always a loner, so I really just didn't understand. Mm. Like, okay, like we we can do stuff together. Yeah. Um. As I got older, I started to get closer with one of my sisters, and it's just just noticing different things, just different character traits that I don't particularly. We move differently, so yeah. it's just that. I guess that's where the frustration comes from. It's like we didn't, we weren't raised this way. Right. So why are you moving this way? But mm. everybody's experiences is different. It's Everybody different. feels like they need to do different things to to make it, so to speak. So yeah. there's a certain things that I just don't agree. I don't. I don't agree with. Yeah. So do you have like a favorite person in your family? Myself. <laughs> Lord, Mimi. Like immediate family, like your family as a whole. Like your family as a whole for you. Because I don't know if we're going to get a favorite out of the immediate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to open up that range. My favorite person is on my dad's side. Uh-huh. She is my Auntie Harriet. And our birthdays are a day apart. So we're both Libras. Shout out to me, Auntie Mimi's birthday, who's on Wednesday. Hey. Okay, okay. And she always, she was the aunt that always had the big Christmas parties with the mm-hmm. food, and we always got a gift. And oh, you was she, like, she was yeah, that like fancy I auntie. love my auntie Harriet, like she hella bougie, but yeah. I love her, and she always makes a point to call me on my birthday. Mm-hmm. She pops up in Vegas every now and then, like, hey, uh-huh. come to a show. Like the last time she invited us to like an Isley Brothers show. Okay. Like I just love how she just lives her life. Like she deals with her family to a certain extent and mm-hmm. then she goes back to be with her husband and yeah. you know she has some cl- yeah. clear and healthy boundaries, boundaries it sounds like so i just love her yeah i have like a lot of favorites <laughs> <laughs> um i think my ultimate favorite is my grandma yes granny and so when i say that like i I don't, I don't know my dad's side of the family so i'm like limited in that way um but my granny is that's like she was my granny first is best fly okay? granny is flying granny is with the shit like <laughs> granny will has had try to have some conversations with me before and i'm like whoa <laughs> so one time she tried to talk to me about some sex toys and i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i wasn't ready for this granny is hilarious. but she's just like a person i could call and just talk to about yes. stuff and like she's old-fashioned some ways but like i've seen her kind of open it and explore mm-hmm. and i think one thing like it's just she always knows like it's it's the best for me. So yeah. whether I want to hear it or not, whether she's trying to just be talking or not, mm-hmm. like, and she fly, like that's, that's, she's the reason why I love shopping. Like mm-hmm. I could be it's in a mall fly, every day fly. of the weekend and not be overwhelming or bothering to every weekend. She had us in a mall, like Granny every weekend. Like, I know she came out here and I took her to Zara and now she's going to come and tell me, I went to the mall of America and I, you know, they got the Zara's out there. <laughs> the Zara's. The Zara's out there. I went and got me two dresses. I said, okay. <laughs> Okay, I see you, hottie. I see. I, I want to be like Granny. Okay. Um, and then my uncle, he's. I think he's. Him and I are kind of similar because he. Um, 
he moved away and like started his own family and i think that's something that like that independence part of it mm. he loves to explore we kind of we have a lot of common interests um and it, i just always know like he's like my fatherly figure so like mm. anything but now it's interesting as i'm older because like now it's not like who's that man it's like okay tell me about what's going on yeah. like let me yeah what's let's figure this situation out as a whole that's good for you and then my cousin Brittany. Hey cousin, hey cousin Britt. Britt. Um, but she like we met when we were younger, but we didn't really get close until I moved to Vegas. Actually, mm. so uh, she's just a blessing to have around, and yes, just she like is. she's like a, a sister cousin. So I'm actually the oldest, and then like every like my other cousins aren't really close to age, or mm. like I was caring That's for them. Is. They weren't really actually. They never felt the same age as me. So mm. um, I love them too. They all they they they're brilliant but bad as hell <laughs> um but they're they're really really amazing and it's, it's been amazing to watch them from a distance grow and I, I really hope to be able to like see them kind of be closer to them as they journey more into adulthood i do want to add another person my niece araya i love araya araya is my baby she she's is, going she's doing big things like i'm so excited to see where I, her future leads her she is everything that i should have been when i was in high school <laughs> but she's an amazing kid and she i always hold her so near and dear to my heart because she is who made me auntie mimi when yeah. i was 12 years old like mm -hmm. i became an auntie and she's just just an amazing kid like a and b ap honor student like mm -hmm. her schedule exhausts me like just where she <laughs> pulls this drive from yeah i don't i have no idea but i'm so proud of her that's, That's my baby. So do you feel like that when growing up or even now, did like faith or spirituality play a role in your family? Like, did y'all go to church? Your mama told me y'all went to church, so I ain't, we can <laughs> cut the shit. Uh, <laughs> we did go to church. We grew up in a Baptist church. We sang in the choir. My mother always wanted mm -hmm. to lead the songs, as you can probably tell. Oh, yeah, she, she, has she, to be she was, she was definitely attention. leading. I said, come on. I rolled the windows up. I said, let the sound get in here. Let it get in here. I'm mad you entertained her. <laughs> oh, you think Miss Kim ain't coming on the show? She is not. Okay. I'm going to go get Miss Kim. So we definitely grew up in church and... Uh, maybe not spirituality, more like religion. Like, yeah. you know, do, even though she did her thing, yeah. just like we got to do as I say, not as I do. Oh, okay. I One need you to do this, even though I went and did this, you yeah. know. Um, but she definitely taught us like morals and values and have a, you know, be good to people and yeah. don't intentionally do anybody wrong and instilling that in us. So for that, yeah. shout out to my mommy. That's what's up. So I, um, my mom and her siblings, they grew up in Catholic schools. And then um, my mom, I, I, for a brief period, I believe my mom was Jehovah's Witness. But like, really, like I might have went to church with my great grandma every now and then, called her Nana. So that was kind of like a thing. But I never really like religion wasn't something consistently practiced. Like it'd be like, okay, pray. Granny would make us pray before we eat and pray before we went to sleep. Mm. But it was like I never got any of that other stuff in church just wasn't always comfortable for me um and so i was i always but i always remember believing in god like i don't remember when i didn't mm -hmm. believe in some sort of thing mm -hmm. um but when i was in 11th grade my mom went on this kick i don't know what touched her soul but she told me i was going to go to hell if i didn't get baptized what so like it was this big thing she wanted me to go to christian school that's why that's part of the reason why i wound up going to a christian college um hmm. but which was a whole nother, we're going to have to have a whole nother episode on that. Um, 
but it was just like it was i so at that time i had a really hard time like what the hell you like you didn't even tell you didn't even baptize me <laughs> so all of a sudden this is important it just click and like, it's just like before you go hoeing in college <laughs> let me get you like, i don't know what it was she knew what was about to happen but okay? it didn't Christian even happen college or even, no listen i don't even know what was going on so i think i you know spirituality i think was taught to me mostly from my godmother mm. so like she was the one because like every time we went over there we had to go to church you know like those things but like i you know my first spiritual encounter was a kid's mom mm, like she taught me about spiritual yeah. spirituality and she's muslim mm. so it's like but it was never about like the, the religion, religion. Mm -hmm. she just taught me about having a connection with god in and a certain type power. of way so yeah. i appreciate her for being a portal and so i think you know again whether that's biological or not my family members have taught me different things about spirituality mm. uh, and religion some things that i enjoy some things i don't mm. but um i think that that as a whole which I'm, I'm wondering like do you think that our your family relations have anything to do with your friendships and or you know like does does how you're raised in your family impact the friendships that you have from your experience in my case yeah because i would Say my friend my friends would be the opposite of what my family is mm. especially my so siblings. it's like almost like your escape yeah it's like I, I if you weren't my sister we definitely wouldn't be friends so mm. let me go find somebody that a friend that i would love to be around that's not like y'all yeah, I think <laughs> I sound so angry. It, it does. I think I was I just, like, maybe I hope you're gonna listen back to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, my my friend, like I've always just had friends. Like I don't know if I was ever worried about really having friends, but mm. I, I've, I've had different types of friends my whole life. I had friends. I wound up having babies when we was like in eighth grade. I had friends mm. that like had different home life situations. And my mom was big on me, like connecting with people. Mm. I think it was because I was the only child. She was like, you're not going to be one of them. Right. Anti and my mom is probably the most antisocial person I know, mm. but she was like, that's not going to be mm. it. Um, so I think for me, my friendships, like I have a lot of friends, but like my best friends are like my siblings. Like mm. I feel like I can count on them. I know their parents, you know, like it's, mm. those relationships are set up in that way. So I think, you know, to me, family from a family works a little bit different. Like I don't, from my life and how I've navigated, it doesn't necessarily have to be blood to be family, though I do appreciate and value those that I, I have one relative that I, I have like two relatives that I really can't stand. Mm. Everybody else is like, okay, y'all cool. I have like 10. Okay. <laughs> Okay, two to ten. That's the difference. That's the difference. Um, but I do think it shapes the way that I that I experience friendship mm -hmm. because I've always seen. Also, my grandmother has friends from middle school that whenever I go home, I'm taking them up to the casino. Mm -hmm. And you know, Miss Daisy and them, and Miss Honeybee, they I Miss better Honeybee. get it. You know, like I better go out and get their door. And y'all need y'all walkway shovel. So like, their friends are like aunties. Like, mm -hmm. so I've always experienced friendship as relative. Mm. Like I have auntie, my aunt Tanya, she ain't related to me. Mm. You know what I mean? But you can't tell me she's not my auntie. Right, right. Um, and so I think those type of things are like, it was always, I think my family does heavily impact my friendships. Mm. And even like my friend, like my granny comes like, okay, it's the key of birthday. Like what you, mm. what, what we get her? Like, mm. oh, make sure you go out and get something That's for dope. everybody. Mm. So I think those two, not to say that they're one and the same, but they're definitely connected for me. Mm. And I don't want to sound like I'm just bitter and I'm just don't like you my sure? family. But you guys have to understand, like, I am the youngest, like, one of the youngest that I grew up with. Like, all my other cousins are older than me. They're, like, 35, mm -hmm. 40, with kids, grandkids. My cousins that were in the same age group as me, 
were boys yeah. and they're either not they're either dead or in yeah. jail mm. so I don't really have cousins and all those things to to call on and you know be family with and you know my sisters they just my sisters so do you have friends Mimi you're my friend I said friends that was plural <laughs> do you have friends I don't I don't have friends I don't we're back at this, y'all. We, I don't, but it's okay. It is. I mean, it is okay. I'm not, you know, I have people, if I have acquaintances, okay with it, I have people okay. that I can, if I wanted to, like, do shit with. So what is, like, your, what would a friendship look like to you at this point in your life, being 30 years you old? You know, with the last time I was asked this question, it was a problem. <laughs> That's when she lost a friend. I did. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's maybe try to center ourselves from 30. Okay. So my ideal friendship would be, Someone that I can connect with on a spiritual level, on a business level, have lunch, chill, you know, just beyond the the surface. Like right. I'm not, you know, I don't go outside much. So, <laughs> and it sounds like you're talking about female relationships, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you, well, one, that's another question. Do you believe men and women can be friends platonically? <clears throat> no. If it, if, I would disagree. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I would disagree. Um, I don't. If okay, if it's a guy and she's not a lesbian. Yeah, a, a heterosexual woman and a heterosexual man. Maybe they could. Not in my world. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think that there could be some complexities there, but I think that they could achieve a platonic relationship. I feel like that person's always gonna be waiting. Like, I think those situations do exist too. But he's sliding. Oh, he fucking up. All right, I'll make it better. Come have lunch I'll with make me. it better. Let's oh my go to brunch. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Well, I think so. I, I, don't, I don't. But you know, I don't have a lot of male friends right now. I was just telling that to somebody. Like, I need some more testosterone. Yeah. Just because I not nothing against my, I just have a lot. I of gravitate women towards and men gravitate towards me as far as like homie type of friendships, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like naive to the bullshit and be like, oh, you trying to hit on me? Like, okay, let me not. Like, you kind of like me, <laughs> okay. and I'm not trying okay, to. Okay, you kind of like. Me. <laughs> but sometimes you're like, oh, like you just sometimes you're thinking that we just cool, but it just we don't just be cool. Like you trying to you trying to date me. See, I don't know if I'll like, and it's not. I don't know. Man, I don't, but I guess, it's my experience. Yeah, I don't think. I'm just trying to think about like, have I had a guy recently that I'm like, yeah, like I really, I have met a couple guys recently that I'm like, yeah, but like also like when I think when I met them, it was kind of like well, I, so think you're, to get at you I think you're trying stuff, to hit on, but me. it turned yeah. into you friend zoned them. So now they're in the friend zone, hoping they get out of the friend zone. And I'm just gonna be your friend. I'm gonna play the friend. But like, what if you until... just like shoot? Like, what if that person shot their shot and it's like, okay, that's not gonna work. And you don't believe that somebody could do, then have a friendship with you, or you think they're always trying to get out the friend zone? Not always trying to get out the friend zone, but it's always in the back of their mind. It's like the opportunity is there. Mm. If you want it, you're gonna slide in. You slide in. You just gotta mm. say the word. I'm gonna have to explore this more. Yeah. Because I don't think I like. I mean, I have my my best friend Rob, but yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of like, I don't have too many other guy Male friends. friends. That I talk to consistently. I don't. Mine are gay. My gay friends, my male friends are gay. Mm. They fly and flamboyant. <laughs> I'm done with And you. I'm here for it all. 
So do you, you so with your I guess your gay male friends because in me <laughs> do you <laughs> do you pray with your friends like do you have a spiritual relationship alignment with your friends? Um, maybe not pray with them, but I pray for them. Yeah, I have some friends that I pray with, and I think um I really enjoy those relationships, and I, I also have relationships where I pray for people and mm. people pray for me. Um, but I think I've like recently talking like spirituality has become so much more of an aspect of my all pretty much mm. all of my friendships mm. as of the last two years. Mm. Like w- there were conversations, there was times where I never talked about God, never talked about spirituality, never talked about anything like that. Um, until I think the last couple of years. So that's been nice to transition some yeah. of those relationships to be able to speak and kind of connect in that way too. I feel like it's much needed, but my gay friend, Mark, mm-hmm. when we get off the phone, we do say, I love you. Like, I just, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. I have friends that I say that to, and that some that I was like, I really should start saying yeah. that. I'd be wanting to say it to you. I don't want you to think I'm weird. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I love say you. it, and I'm like, <laughs> your weird ass. <laughs> so, like, what? So, we, we talked about family, we talked about friendships, and I think you've already started talking about foes, but um, like, in terms of like enemies did you have enemies growing up like was you the kid like oh me and so and so don't get along so she better not come over here like did y'all have those did you have those i was never that kid that started shit because i wasn't a big like talker or like who hopper like i wasn't talking about the shit but i always had people starting with me i never understood what it was it was i fought boys there was girls that would like just try to tell me certain things about somebody I was dating and like then you had to fight him that I had to fight him because she was talking shit <laughs> like, well, we all know we both stand differently on, on points of violence but like I would really be, like literally I'll be minding my own business and like you sure Mimi I don't I'm believe that so, I've never started I don't eating. believe that I've, I've heard you go, go go there sometimes I never started so, even I, if I you was minding your anything. own you didn't start it but you I finished never it got start you. anything got you got you I just mind my business <laughs> I swear I do. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I probably had enemies. But my mouth was crazy when I did. Like, I had no filter. Like, I would tell people. Like, I was just a mean kid. Like, You sure you not mean? I feel like you still a little mean. <laughs> and I don't be, like, and this is the part where, like, I don't believe you, you realize Damn. you're being mean. Or you realize, like, it may come across as mean. But I think you still a little mean, mean, mean. I don't think you a lot of mean, but a little bit. Just a little bit. My heart is pure. I didn't say you intentionally are being mean, but I think some of, uh, well, this is what I say. Some of the things that you say can come across real sharp. You too, though. Absolutely. I own that. Okay. Well, at least we, but most people know. don't get the sharp me. I do, but yeah, I don't, that right. shit don't bother me. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why we ghetto and godly. Exactly. Ghetto and godly. <laughs> so do you have any enemies right now? No, do you? Not that I know of. Anybody want to step up and for it? Please, anybody want to? Well, maybe not enemies, but do you feel like you got like? Okay, I feel like though. I feel like maybe people don't have enemies. No, I think some people have enemies. I will. I will say that in 2018. But in terms of haters, oh, I'm sure I do. Do you have? Like, do I? Do you have people like hating ass people? I don't know. I'm sure I do, but they don't. We were talking about that earlier at lunch. Like I don't. They don't make. I'm sure. Known. I'm. I'm positive. There's people that don't oh, like yeah. me. Oh yeah. But I've never had nobody. And watch me say this, and somebody go come and say. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never had anybody be like, nying, nying, nying. like I've never had. What that. is that? I just feel like that's what I would hear them as like. Nying, 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 nying. Okay. <laughs> so what are you saying? <laughs> I don't think anybody has the balls to say that. Like I don't because of what 
I'm over here not even paying you no mind. Yeah, and here like you are with this whole extra. problem with me. Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even know you. So. so what about, okay, so I think I don't have people approach me in that way about, like, things like that. But what I get, I think, more often is, like, one of my friends may know somebody, they fall out, and then they expect me to fall out with that person, too. I don't, I don't believe in that. That's real. Like, I can understand how I received the context of what that situation was, be able to measure that for myself. But just because somebody else don't like somebody does not mean I'm not going to like them. Like, yeah. now, if they're a shiesty person, I'm able to pick on that. I probably didn't like them in the first place. But I think I've lost, a, in the last year, I've lost a couple homies because, it's like, you trying to control too much. Right. And I it's like, very mature. And just, like, allow me to discover what I need to discover now always know that that person is not going to be disrespectful towards you in my presence. Right, right. And I think that's the part is we don't, I guess maybe, and I understand that people don't trust the company that they keep, mm-hmm. but also I don't need nobody else to, to scope out somebody for me mm-hmm. at yeah. this point in my life. And I, I, I think that people don't always like that about me. I've never had that experience, but I don't get close to people like you. Right. We, I don't. <laughs> Well, that's what we want to know. Let's talk a little bit more this week about family, friends, and foes. Like, what makes all of that? Like, do y'all, is it, are people still hating out here? Do y'all still have people, people running up? People are definitely up? still hating, but they, guess what? They but behind does it look the same? Like, I don't think it looks they, the same. Yeah. You know, they talking shit. They choosing not to like pics, even though they done zoomed in on it 50 million times. <laughs> look at her little ashy big toe. <laughs> <laughs> Hate is a little bit different. Like, nobody gonna step to you and say, you know, I don't yeah. know. Well, I hope that we can remove some of that from our hearts if that's what's there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, my soul. So now we were transitioning into Soul in the City, which I had a dating question of the week. So each week I'm gonna have a different dating question just to kind of explore some things. So my question this week was: Is it okay to date an ex? Have you dated an ex before, Mimi? Mm-mm. I don't know. No, I have not. I don't. There was one that I was like, ah, uh, I might, and that's a hell no. Now <laughs> it's a no now. Now I've had exes try to like. Like every ex like, tried to like come back. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? But what about being friends with exes? Because that's something I'm like currently trying to explore, and it's very interesting. Because I still don't know if I would call him my friend. Mm, he not your friend. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can be friendly and yeah, like that's not your friend. But I don't feel like you're my friend. He ain't. Okay. Um. We'll still explore that, but maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> definitive okay it's a definitive no um no it's a no yeah. i think that i don't I, i'm a person that doesn't believe that you can't date your ex i don't believe like that's totally i know people who are married that were exes and i believe that that could be a real thing and i think you know sometimes it could be just timing but i don't at this point in my life do i believe that i would be back in a relationship with any of my exes no we're not double dipping in 2018. Okay? <laughs> well, this 2019 is vastly approaching. Maybe 2019, 2019. Better, be better. No, no, we're not double dipping. Okay, we don't double dip. Why do you wings? Th- we're not double dipping these niggas. Oh, okay. okay, all right, all right. Well, we're gonna take that to the. We're gonna post that tonight. So let's see what what y'all think. <laughs> What's y'all your experience dipping? with? Are you double dipping? Because y'all probably the same people that done oh, licked all on that wing bone Ooh. and put it back in the ranch. Uh, double <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, is wing bone a penis or is wing bone a chicken wing? Wing bone is okay. a chicken wing. <laughs> all right. Well, also, the, this weekend, in the, this week in the solar system, we celebrated Mimi's birthday. So hey, y'all in Las Vegas I'm come out to Classic 30. Jewel. She's turning 30. Yes, come by me. We're drinks. going to Wine Wednesday. <laughs> Be there around 830. If y'all want to stop and say hello, wish her a happy say. birthday. Buy a little sip sip. Yes. 
And then on Friday, as y'all know, every Friday I'm going to be at Energy Yoga. Um, it's the hosting her R&B Yoga at Doolittle Gym from 6.30 to 7.45 p.m. It's $3 to entry. Uh, it's just a really good relaxing time. Stretch mm-hmm. out. Girl, I be pop- my bones be popping in there because I be needing to release Yeah, because that little dip you tried to do earlier. Oh, yeah. I, had, I didn't go last Tracy. Friday. Make I didn't sure go last Friday. That's what it was. Okay. Thank you because I, I, it was rough. <laughs> if she going to be <laughs> Shut out here solo in the up. city and Shut she needs to be a little bit more limber. I do. I do. <laughs> right? I got to get some practicing. Um, and then this Saturday, uh, there's a couple of fashion events that I'm going to be at this week. So if y'all want to catch me, come shop, have a good time, ladies. Uh, so uh, this Saturday, October 20th, um, there's a girl Saturday afternoon out uh, for uh, at Cork and Thorn from noon to 4 p.m. at Tivoli Village. Mm. Um, so that's going to be a good time. Shop around. There's um, an artist, an, a designer that's going to be making some trends. I think she's going to have a $20 rack, so make sure you okay. come through. Um, and then as you guys uh, are familiar with, um, a brand that I've worked with before is Alter Ego, and they're having a re-grand opening. So the store has moved to a bigger and better site. Hey. It's actually near Mac and Beast Mode now, um, and that's going to be on Saturday as well from 3 to 7 in Town Square. I'll be there from 5 to 7. Uh, styling and having a great you time. Busy girl, booked and busy. Listen, let, let God keep me busy, okay? Yes. Now let, let the universe keep me busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what that's what's going on in Solar in the city. So we hopefully we'll be able to see you out there, yes. um, having a good time with us, shopping, eating, celebrating Mimi's birthday on Wednesday. Hey. Um, so that is the Solar in the city so for Before, the remainder of the month. I'm oh, for the remainder, the whole race. Okay, but just last week she didn't want to celebrate it all. I We're not gonna talk about. I had to come to terms. Anywho, we all also are raising funds uh, to have some events coming up. Uh, We are looking forward to an event in January that's going to be a community event. So we're doing some work to be able to uh, put that together. So thank you to everyone who's contributed. Uh, If you would like to contribute to Ghetto and Godly, the link is in our bio on Instagram at Ghetto and Godly. Also, save the date. We have an event coming on November, Saturday, November 10th from 7 to 10 p.m. at Illustrious Beauty Spa, uh, which is a dope black owned, uh, black female owned uh, beauty salon and spa uh, in. it's like off of Pecos and Russell. Do them, them cross streets. Oh, Lord. It's an AOS Fitness right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anywho, it's going to be called it's Ghetto and Godly Beauty Shop Talk. So we're going to be there. We're going to have some delicious treats, mm. some that you can touch, see, and taste, okay. uh, and have some great conversations. So as always, we, as always, we thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Family, friends, or foes inspired by Drake's single, uh, Family Ties. Be sure to tune in every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. on the Hot 702.5. Keep the conversations going with your favorite co-hosts, Auntie Mimi and Sola T. Uh, in the meantime, be you, love you, and do you. It's the Ghetto and Godly Way. Bye, y'all.